This week, we have Jesus continuing his revelation of who he is. Of who he is, right? The Messiah, as we hear from Peter. But more more clearly, in the next two sections of the gospel today, Jesus reveals to us what kind, what kind of Messiah he's going to be. Right? The first reading the great reading that we hear in the Stations of the Cross during Lent. Christ saying, get behind me. You're against me, Peter. I have to suffer as the Messiah. I'm not the victorious Messiah, the one who's going to lead an army and be political, but I have to suffer. I have to suffer on the cross to save you. And so... At the end of the gospel, right, we have the great famous line. Deny yourself. Take up your cross. Follow me. The roadmap, the game plan for us to be able to receive what Christ has done. He opened the door for eternal life. And more than that, He is eternal life. And so three things today. Three things to help us remember and keep in mind this roadmap we all must live to be able to enter into life with Christ for eternity. We keep our feet on the ground. We keep our mind on the cross and we keep our heart in love with Jesus feet on the ground mind on the cross heart in love the three things today right which correspond to deny yourself pick up your cross follow me feet on the ground how does that correspond to deny yourself well Feet on the ground, everyone. Jesus does not ask us to do something unrealistic, to be non-human, to not be ourselves. He asks us to be fully human, fully ourself, to be normal, healthy human beings. Being Catholic is not about being weird, being something else. It's about being normal, right? It's about being normal. And so, as the saints would say, to keep your feet on the ground is to know thyself, to know yourself in the eyes of God. It's critically important, right? And then to live in reality. Denying oneself, as Christ says, it's not primarily a negative reality. What it primarily means It primarily means having complete, utter attachment, abandonment, surrender, trust in Jesus. That's what denying oneself is about. But one can't have complete focus, give oneself completely, if we are living in a false world, an imaginary world, instead of our feet on the ground, 
in reality, to live in our heads, to live on social media, the internet, all this imaginary stuff that at the end of the day doesn't keep our feet on the ground to then be able to give ourselves to Jesus. First step, first thing, feet on the ground. Number two, mind on the cross. At the end of the day, we as Christians believe that the cross is our salvation. The cross is our salvation. Why? Because suffering for us, suffering means something. Don't waste it, right? Suffering means something for us. In fact, it brings us to salvation. It brings us to redemption, to fulfillment, to happiness. But it won't make sense. It won't make sense if we don't bring it to Jesus on the cross. If we don't talk to Jesus as a friend and bring our sufferings to him, Suffering being not some, you know, huge thing necessarily. It doesn't mean, right, that I have to, you know, die. That's what suffering means. I have to be a martyr. For most of us, that won't be what happens for us. It's the daily little things. The struggles at work with coworkers. The struggles, tensions in family right, our personal weaknesses that we just can't seem to get over. It's a great suffering. But it doesn't do much good if we simply sit in that place by ourselves. We need to invite in the Savior, the one who can make it fruitful, the one who can change it, the one who can save us. And so sufferings, those that are right in front of us because our feet are on the ground. And so now we have to, then we keep our mind, our mind on the cross, our mind on the cross so that we can turn to Jesus and give it to him. And then number three, right? Deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me. What does following mean? Well, it obviously isn't being an adversary against Christ as Peter was, right? Peter says, Christ, no, you know, you shouldn't have to suffer. And he says, get behind me, Satan, get behind me, adversary, the one who is against Christ, right? The follower at the end of the day, is the one who has their heart in love with God. A heart in love. It's not a fanciful thing. It sounds nice, right? Have your heart in love, yippee, right? It sounds good. What does it mean? It means being a friend of Jesus. Just as you have friends, human beings, we can be friends with God. We can be friends with God. 
who's fully divine, fully human, who fully understands our needs, our weaknesses. That's what love's about. Having something in common with another. Being completely open with another. That's what a heart in love is about. That's what it means to follow Christ. Love has the practical ramifications of not being against Jesus, right? That's why we follow the church. That's why we follow what God has given us. But it's not out of some compulsion, some anger, a frustration. It comes out of a freedom, a freedom of being saved. A freedom of being saved because we have given our whole life to God. Because we can live in reality, feet on the ground, while having our mind on the cross, understanding what our life is for and what suffering means and how we're saved through that. So that we can have a heart and love, can have a heart and love to follow Jesus to follow Jesus. And so we turn to Jesus in the Eucharist today and we ask him to make these realities, these truths in our life so that we may be able to follow him more faithfully every day.